Hi everyone and welcome to the first sporting blog uh, podcast. I guess this is more the um, introduction rather than anything meaningful, but um, let's fill you in with uh, what we're going to have going on. I'm Ollie and uh, I'm going to be your host um, for all of these podcasts, I imagine. Um, I'm hoping it won't always be me on my own, but um, I think for the first couple of episodes we'll uh, keep it just between me and you guys and um, we'll have a chat about what's going on in sport um, and also cover some of the topics that I think we're going to have coming up in the future. So just to outline what I think uh, the plans are for this um, podcast. Really, I think it's going to mirror to some extent what we uh, already put out on the blog, which is, you know, what I hope is anyway, (laughs) um, varied content um, across all sports. Um, Clearly, we have a leaning to UK popular sports, football, cricket, tennis, racing, and so on. But we really do look for articles and contributions from from all sports and, and from all countries. In fact, one of the most popular pieces we ever did on the blog that's had tens and thousands of readers um, was a very brief introductory piece on Kabaddi, uh, or Kabaddi, uh, which... Some of you may remember from uh, a long time ago when it was on Channel 4 here in the UK. Um, but I will go into Kabaddi another time. But uh, yeah, that just highlights really what the blog is all about. It was uh, it was never meant to be specialist. It happens that we do have stronger contacts in some areas than others. And uh, there are a lot of people that want to write about football or, or soccer as it's known here. And there are a lot of people in the States that want to write about NFL. So we will be looking at that again once uh, the season comes around because there's some interesting talking points. But I think we'll try and do this as regularly as we can. And uh, in a week or so, we'll start our interviews. And uh, I'll be sure to let everyone know, or anyone who's listening, know um, what we do have coming up. Um but really, I want to try and provide you with a reasonably easy listen, uh, some opinion from me, uh, and just, you know, generally bringing up some topical stuff and, and hope to get people thinking and, and provide you with something to um, to relax to or uh, drive along to or whatever. So... I suppose if we're being topical, today is the 1st of June. Um, it should be the very beginning of the British sporting calendar with traditional events like Queen's um, tennis coming up, Royal Ascot, followed by Wimbledon and so on and so forth. And... Uh, course the football should all be done and dusted by now there should be a premiership champion there should be a champions league winner 
Uh, of course, those things were on hold because of COVID. Um, but today in the UK was the first day of sport resuming with uh, horse racing at Newcastle Racecourse behind closed doors. There were 10 races. I'll admit I have not looked at the car and the results yet. It's been a bit of a busy day. Um, but I think uh, those would have all been live on Sky Sports Racing, which is not um, available to everyone, but anyone who has Freeview or a Dish or Now TV, etc. can get Sky Sports Racing. It doesn't require a subscription. So I'm hoping that if anyone was looking to uh, be entertained if they were at home today, whether on furlough or isolating or just not able to get out and about um, and wanted something different from Netflix and so on, that they did tune into some 12 runner handicap racing. Um, and, you know, if you like a bet, this would have been um, quite a fun day for you because 10, 12 runner handicaps are uh, what it's all about. So I suppose it brings up the, the question of whether it was right to return just yet. Um, uh, racing is able to do so, you know, a bit better than most sports. There's still all sorts of questions about how close people do come in contact. But I think the truth is that once you've announced that six people can gather at a time, as long as they're two metres apart, I think you're, you're basically opening the door for people to to start getting back to normal, um, you know, apart from gathering en masse in pubs, although protests today um, have shown that it's very difficult to keep people apart when they want to do something badly enough. But you'd think that um, jockeys on horseback, you know, they're fairly pressed, fairly tightly together in the stalls, but by and large, they can get dressed uh on their own they can go into the weighing room one at a time the stalls handlers may be a little bit harder because they're all touching the horse and touching the stalls but i know that racing's worked really hard to make sure that everyone's properly uh, briefed prepared for, for what they have to do and um unlike team sports uh the guys aren't going to be and girls sorry aren't going to be uh, coming into that close of contact with each other on a regular, you know, over 90 minutes or 80 minutes or, or whatever it is. Um, so you'd think that they would be best placed of all the sports to to start and see how it goes. Um, I think that only time will tell. Unfortunately, if there's a second pandemic, it may be reported differently. I don't think that... Uh, that anyone's going to want to go back to a full lockdown and um, if we have to go back to a full lockdown we'd be it would, it would have defeated the object of, of what we've been doing for the last 70 80 days and I think that other countries who have uh, have had signs of a second um, pandemic have managed to do localised lockdowns and I think that you know, in any normal society, we should have the confidence to be able to do that now. Um, maybe not in central London, of course, uh, maybe other big cities. But if there's an outbreak somewhere, I think 
if the the trace system is is, is is all working correctly they should be able to sort it out anyway the point being that i think a lot of sports um are going to have to just bide their time on the professional front from a participation point of view golf tennis um are back um of course the no one's going to stop you kicking a football around between six of you um which will not stay six for very long so it's very easy when you're uh, driving around to think that this whole thing's over and that when Premiership football begins again on the 17th of June, I think it is, that um, things are really starting to get back to normal. Of course, they're not, because I think especially with Premiership football, there's a number of questions to do with... Um, well, obviously, with the players potentially um, passing it on to each other and, and people they then come into contact with. Um, but more the issue of what do you do with with fans and with grounds that are in densely populated places. Um, we know that big groups of, of fans when the weather's warm and maybe have had one or two drinks, um, are not going to adhere to every social distancing rule. Um, and I think that we have to stop being kind of overly liberal about that and just face the facts that it won't, you know, that's, that's unlikely to, to work. And, and to enforce it means lots of police. And then, you know, does that mean that people might, start to take liberties a little bit i mean pubs won't be open so that helps but there's nothing to stop anyone going to an off-license or supermarket and now gathering in groups of apparently six enjoying the weather so you know if uh, your team's playing at home and you live around the corner or whatnot the temptation especially amongst a certain type of a fan will be there and that's just the way it is so there's you know there's questions over that i guess um but you don't really know whether any of these things will work until you until you give it a go and you know maybe there'll be a an issue or maybe there won't and let's hope there's not but um other countries seem to be much more respectful of of uh of the law and and process than we are and that has been borne out several times through this pandemic. So that's just one of the many challenges that that sport's facing. Not trying to put a gloom on it at all, really, but it's just a fact. And I'm very, very pleased, of course, that football's coming back. There's plenty of people um, who've missed it. All sports, um, professional sports that have the level of media attention and commercial um, aspects that, that football, racing, cricket, golf, tennis, etc. do naturally employ a lot of people and there's a lot of offshoot industries and it's it's more complicated than just saying, oh, kicking a football doesn't matter uh, at the moment when people are dying. Um, and I don't, I'm not proposing that I'll, you know, entertain people for mental health purposes is is, is more or less important than anything else. But certainly these industries need um, some support and we can't just turn them off forever 
and assume they'll ever look the same again. And um, so look, I'm pleased they're returning. It's going to be very interesting to see four Premiership games on a Saturday and I think four on a Sunday and one on Friday night and one on Thursday night. Every game is live. I think 25 of those 96 league games, um, 25 of, the, of them are free to air on Sky. The BBC have four. Uh, Amazon have a bunch and the rest will be on Sky and presumably BT um, as per normal. You won't be able to watch them in pubs, so I expect there'll be pay-per-view options and other things like that available. It's interesting that Sky have, have gone with making 25 of them free to wear. It's quite smart. Uh, it's a good marketing tool and um, it's also clever on their part because commercially a lot of their a lot of the people they would have sold media to would have lost out an awful lot over these two months and uh, whether they're getting their investments back or not is um, is unknown to me but by opening up the audience you are giving them access to more eyeballs at least if not any more pure engagement but um, that may go some way to appeasing them and to to helping um, get those games out to many, many more people. So, you know, that's good. Um, the other news, I suppose, is that if you're a recreational tennis player, you can play doubles from today. Um, if you're the same, if you're a uh, golfer, I think three and four balls are now allowed. Um, and, you know, uh, as I said, it's just the start. And I think the... Uh, the good weather has, has meant that people have been able to get out and at least try and do some exercise if they've got access to either of those two facilities. If you don't, um, you're stuck with running around and doing Zoom workouts and following attractive people on Instagram, doing lunges, squats, press-ups outside in the glorious sunshine in their new activewear sets. Um, which has helped a lot of people. So, and you know, we on the sporting blog have published a series of pieces about fitness motivation uh, called "I'll Start Tomorrow." Um, very happy with that. I think we spoke to eight or nine um, people involved in the fitness industry, from personal trainers through to coaches, uh, tennis coaches, uh, influencers, etc. And the motivational message is good, and in many ways. I think the enforced lockdown would have you know, encouraged a bunch of people to to do more than they normally would, and the fact that they don't have their um, their normal routine, and maybe the people who aren't commuting have discovered an extra hour or two in the day with which to focus on their health, especially when their um, when general you know health and welfare is such an important uh, topic. So um, a bit of a rambling first go at the podcast. Um, it's a bit of a state of the union. But yeah, I'm looking forward to getting this going regularly. Uh, we are really about interviews and Q&As. I think that's the sporting blogs, um, bread and butter and, and the things we like to do. We love investigative, investigative sorry, journalism. Um, and 
I will talk to some of our writers and others about um, some interesting pieces we have coming up. The um, lockdown has allowed a, a lot more effort to go into the into the sporting blog, and I think that um, we'd like to take on some of these big boys in terms of quality of content and enthusiasm. Um, we're not a content farm. We're not going to pay uh, people four and five dollars to write four hundred word pieces with lots of keywords in and just keep spewing them out to rank. That's not really what uh, this was all about. Um, we want to publish interesting stuff that general sports fans can come in and out of um, and publish series of articles and Q&As and interviews that connect um, that people can just you know, take three or four minutes out of their day to read. Um, so I want the podcast to be similar, um, but we will certainly talk about particular topics. I will stick essentially to the same thing of interviews, stories, opinions, and reviews, um, which is what we do on the digital site and uh, we'll do on this site too. So I hope that um, some of you will tune in to our future episodes and um, please follow us on uh, all the usual social channels at the Sporting Blog. Catch you in a few days.